Hello and welcome back to the show. Life starts now. We are back and we are in our new place. So we are ready to rock and roll. Last week I was out of town, so we weren't able to get a podcast out then. But uh, we're slowly getting moved in. This place looks like a complete mess right now. So um, it's getting there. It's getting there. We finally got some dishes we can eat without uh, eating off the ground. So. <laughs> And we have a table now. We have not had a kitchen table for 16 months because at our old place, we didn't have room for a kitchen table. We just had room for a couple bar stools that sat on our counter. Mm -hmm. So we have a kitchen table and we are excited about that. Yeah. Feels good to have a bigger place with some more space. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, obviously by the title, you know what we're going to be talking about today and we're going to teach you how to become debt-free um, and build wealth after you become debt-free because um, the statistics say that the fastest way to build wealth is to first become debt-free. So we got a couple of steps that we're going to talk about. Um, but before that, I just want to give a shout out to my buddy, Grant Rohach, for this uh, leaving this hat at my place. Um, I am by no way, shape, or form a Boston Red Sox fan, but they are in the World Series, and this hat fits my head the best out of all the ones I have. So <laughs> I look pretty good walking up and down the street looking like a Red Sox fan, but uh, that's all I know. So anyway, let's get into it. Welcome to Life Starts Now, a show where we commit to being transparent about the transition into adulthood and all the challenging yet exciting aspects that it brings. My name is Cole Netton, joined with my wife, Kate Netton. And we're best known for being just like you. Graduated college with debt, bought a car, and had no idea what to do next. Through our commitment to God's purpose, we are currently debt-free entrepreneurs, each building our own businesses. And we want to share with you our principles, our fears, our failures, and our small successes along the way. Welcome to our show. Yes, so as he kind of said, we oftentimes talk about the step that we're on or we kind of use that lingo and basically we wanted to kind of cover the process like what the heck are the steps what are you guys talking about with the steps and we've conquered this step and we just wanted to kind of break that down for you guys and show you what that looks like um there's actually seven of these and these were not created by us these were not created by our financial um, planner or our, our guy Travis, but we have gotten these from Dave Ramsey and all of his research and knowledge and years of experience and wisdom that comes with that. So we are big Dave Ramsey fans, um, mainly because number one, he's very entertaining on his talk show. Um, but more importantly, we've seen his plans work and maybe there's other ways there, but we know that this works and we've seen it work in our life. And so this is the story we have to share. Um, and he's pretty much our guideline for all of this. He also comes with a biblical background. And so that helps as well as we know um, he's leaning on the same truth that we rely on every day. Yeah. And so that's kind of a lot of our friends that we knew who started this financial process. Um, we had heard of Dave a while ago from our parents and just around the around the word and um we didn't really know just didn't take it seriously or didn't want to look more into it 
It was just mm-hmm. kind of something that was in the back of our mind. Um, and then if you've watched our debt free or how we paid off all of our debt, mm-hmm. um, episode, we did, we talked about how, um, it eventually came up and we talked to our financial advisor, Travis, um, and, um, all of that came around we started listening to, listening to his podcast and all this kind of stuff. Um, and we learned a lot from that and that really got us fired up to start this process. Mm-hmm. So right now we are on baby step three. Yeah. And, and before you even go there. Okay. So there's a couple of you that listened to our previous podcast and kind of recognized that these were Dave Ramsey's steps that we were following. And actually a couple of you reached out and asked, you know, why aren't you... I don't know how I want to say this. Why didn't you just throw it out there as like, this is Dave Ramsey's plan. This is what we're following. And sometimes, um, and he'll be the first to say this, he he always says on his show, like, sometimes my name is like a cuss word in the house um, because some people just, number one, they aren't ready to hear it or they have a different pl- path or whatever the reason is. He, can, he has a strong personality, um, but... We love it. <laughs> and not only that, so we wanted to kind of wait. Um, but the main reason why is because we wanted you to hear like our story from our perspective and not necessarily what someone else says or what someone else says to do. We really wanted to give you like the authentic of what we did. Um, we took his steps and kind of ran with it. And how everyone implements his steps can be a little bit different. So. Right. So if uh, you're already tired of listening to us, he does have a book out um, that you can read that uh, breaks down all the steps for you that you can follow. He has a class called Financial Peace University. Mm-hmm. More than likely, it's taught at a church uh, close to you, if not your own church. Um, and then he's got our favorite, his podcast show, which honestly, we have learned everything we know mm-hmm. from that podcast show. Um, we listen to that all the time. Um, and he eventually over time has talked about every one of his steps, um, and by answering questions that other people have about Mm -hmm. where they should be and things like that. So, yeah, I would recommend it. It's just on iTunes podcast and Mm -hmm. he's super entertaining and you, I would say we listened to it so hard one summer, like hours and hours because we had a ton of car rides, um, in the summer we always do. And we have gotten to the point where when someone calls in with a question, we can almost exactly pinpoint the way that Dave is going to answer that Mm -hmm. question. So we know a lot about him and his show. We definitely trailed that around with us that summer. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So we're going to talk about the first three steps because that's the first three that we've been through. There are seven steps total. Um, But we, since we haven't hit steps four or five, six and seven um we're going to hit that in another episode once we get there mm-hmm. um because we've been through the first three steps um we feel like we have a little bit more knowledge um and more personal um since we've been through them we know um exactly how to talk about them so mm-hmm. so the first one is really easy it's Very baby easy. step one and Very it's easy. to have that base emergency fund so this isn't like the big savings or whatever This is just $1,000 set aside in a savings to get you through 
anything that may happen while you're trying to conquer baby step two, which is getting out of debt. So it's the very first thing you do. Um, our personal experience with it, we sat down with Travis and he said, here's baby step one. He already knew what we had in our savings and our checking in our wallet, whatever. And we had done a decent job of saving. I think we had like three or four thousand yeah, dollars. You, yeah, you had. Done okay, yeah, sorry. I had been saving since I had had a job at age 15. <laughs> and that's not a lot to show for that, but... I mean, I had something. <laughs> That'd be terrible, actually. <laughs> but anyways, I didn't have anything, but so we I had talk. three or four thousand dollars just chilling in our savings, and then we had this forty-two thousand dollars of debt. And basically, you know, why are we holding that in our savings mm -hmm. when we could pay off a huge chunk of debt right there? Not huge. That it's not huge, but I mean, it was something, and so. We were all in from the get-go, so we literally left that meeting with Travis the first time, and this is the first time, guys, think about this. This is the first time we're sitting down and even seriously considering any of these baby steps, and we just went for it. So, like, if you're in this spot where you have a savings and you're kind of like, eee, that makes me a little nervous, like, just go for it. If you have kids, maybe hold back a little bit more than a 1,000. For us, it was just us too we knew that our if a car broke down we got a thousand bucks what can we get for that yeah. um so we left that meeting and we took out every penny and left one thousand dollars in there and then took that big chunk threw it straight at our debt and that really spiraled us into um that process and really had our momentum going from day one yeah it was really weird because we walked out of that meeting and we're like, man, like we were saving all this money and now it's gone. Mm -hmm. And then we look back at it and we're like, why were we saving the money in the first place? It makes no sense. What were we even saving it for when we had $42,000 worth of debt that's just sitting there ready to be paid off yeah. and we're saving, we're putting the money in our savings account instead of trying to pay that off. Didn't at first sense. it was weird. It didn't make sense that we would pay it off. And then now that we've thought about it and been through what we've been through it it was weird that we actually didn't do that in the first place and we actually yeah. started a savings so that is baby step one thousand dollar emergency fund that will cover you for mm, almost anything mm -hmm. unless there is just an absolute freak thing yeah. um and this is so you don't have to go into debt for emergencies don't use a credit card don't do that it's just going to add more stress to your life yeah. Things like that. So that is baby step one. The very first thing you do, start with $1,000 in your savings account. Baby step two, this is just plain and simple, get out of debt. Yep. So this is the most important step in building your wealth. Um, as I said earlier, um, the statistics show that the fastest way to build wealth is to first get out of debt. Mm -hmm. um, once you are out of debt, um, you are good to go um, and building wealth is a lot easier. So, um, anything else? Um, I guess I would just put in there, like, since this is a huge part of our life, we know that God calls us to not borrow money and to not owe people and to not, um, owe debt collectors money. And so we knew that he wanted us to be free of this and that, um, that was what we believed in, but we had never really took action on that. And so 
um, the freedom that you feel when you're done is definitely worth it and life-giving and I can see why it was never in God's plan or purpose for us to be in debt or any of us for that matter. Right. The cool thing about that is that the, the Lord wants you to take care of yourself first. Get your debt done. And then from there, once you've been smart with your money, um, mm-hmm. you can give and um, you can you can build your wealth and then you can just continue to give. Um, but first, before you can give, you've got to make sure that you can take care of yourself and get okay. yourself out of debt so you can have that freedom to be able to give. Yeah. And you can be the most you can have the most generous heart in the world. But if you have a problem controlling your money, you can't even act on that. And that generosity is such a gift from God that it it's you're not fulfilling your full potential if you are holding back because you don't have the money because you haven't gotten things together and figured out how you can have the money to give to people. When you are out of debt, there's I mean, most people have a two, three hundred dollar car payment a month and there's one I mean, we never again in our lives will have a two or three hundred dollar car payment every month. And so what can we do with that money every month? That's the fun part about it. Once you do get out of debt. Yeah. And um, you've definitely got to read Dave's books because there was one there was one um, message in there that really hit home for me. And um, it was about I think the average car payment for somebody living in America is about five hundred dollars a month. And so. Yeah, is that like is, a household or one car? I don't know. Oh, I'm just curious. I don't know. Anyway, um, the uh, if you can take that 500 bucks and put it into a stock growth mutual fund that gains what 12 percent a year from ages 35 to ages 65, by the end of that you will have a little over five million dollars, which to me was absolutely insane. Um, and then after that, he said. I really hope you enjoy your car because it doesn't cost you uh, $40,000. It costs you around $5 million if you're not smart with your money. <laughs> so that, that to me was really huge and made me think, wow, I really want to secure my future by mm-hmm. sacrificing and being disciplined in the now. The short term. Yeah, in the short term. Um, and by getting out of debt, that's how you, how you start doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And if anything else, like if you're not going to do it for yourself, fine, but do it for your family, Mm -hmm. do it for your future family. Like we're thinking of our future family and how can we teach our kids to handle money and to be free with their finances if we're not going to have that as an example for them or we're not going to know how to do it ourselves. So if anything, learn for that and um, do it for that because you can definitely change your entire family going forward just by being debt-free and um, setting that example, but then also having the wealth to kind of teach them um, along their way as well. Yeah, and it's such a taboo thing to talk about, and we live in a world where credit is so good and everybody wants to have credit and all this. Everybody enjoys being in debt so they can um, get the nicer cars and the nicer houses and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's such a great way to be able to not even just tell your kids, but to be able to show them um, that just because we don't have the nicest car in the neighborhood doesn't mean that we don't have money, one. It doesn't mean that our money isn't going to something a little better than having, say, a nice car or mm-hmm. whatever. The coolest thing... Um, 
and to make you know yourself look good so yeah i agree yep definitely um and so a couple steps i think a couple little things to think about when you are going out of debt um it's a lot of sacrifice you've got to want to do it one um and i mean it's it's going to be a grind depending on how hard you go it can take you a while if you want um but if you want to get out of it fast it's going to be an absolute grind mm -hmm. and it's going to suck for an entire year it's going to seem like nothing or, or yeah or however long it takes you it's going to seem like nothing is happening it's going to seem like you're working really hard and making all this money and then it's just going to disappear so just know that going into it that you've gotta you've gotta be gotta go at it intense and uh, mm -hmm. just know that it's going to be a tough time. Very you gotta be very disciplined, but it will pay off in the future. Yeah, and two quick things that helped us was number one, staying connected to his podcast because mm -hmm. it's full of people in our situation calling in, giving us inspiration. A lot of them were in way worse positions than we were. <laughs> It and sounds bad, but it makes us feel, it made us feel really good when people yeah. called in and said, "Hey, we have two hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, student loan debt," and we're like, "Whoo!" And we okay. owe forty two doesn't sound car. yeah forty two doesn't sound near as bad. So yeah, and not only that, they have a lot of cool stories of people making it and getting mm -hmm. out of the debt, and they had way more debt than we did, and they had kids, and they had whatever going against them, and they did it, and we're like, "Okay, if they can do it, we can do it." Like, come on. Nope. Um, and then the second thing, so stay connected to the podcast when you need inspiration. That's literally what I would do if I was feeling like this is getting so long. I would turn on the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, but also, like, don't keep it to yourself. Share out with people your goals and what you're doing, and maybe you're not public about it. We, I feel like we were pretty open to talk about it with yeah. pretty much anyone that <laughs> <laughs> asked us. But tell a close family member or a close friend that's going to help hold you to it. Um, the people that you spend your most time with, the way they are spending their money will be the way that you spend your money unless you, um, A, inform them about it or B, pretty much just inform them about it because people are going to wonder why, why can't mm -hmm. you go out to eat every time I ask you <laughs> or why are you guys splitting a meal? You're a grown uh -huh. man and <laughs> stuff like that. So if you have people on board with you, you're much more likely to succeed. So. You saying grown men don't split meals? Well, not you. <laughs> That's true. I the only meal I split is hers on top of mine. So yeah, yeah. But now I don't have to split a meal, so mm -hmm. <laughs> which is great. Good feeling. Um, and then if you want more specifics of like what our story was with like numbers and steps broken down even further, go back to like our second episode, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that into the notes yeah. and the description in the video. And you Much guys can go detail. check that out. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of detail we talked about. Yep. yep. How sucky it was and what we did in the... In the How we got through it. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, and another thing for a tip is to start with your lowest debt first. Mm -hmm. No matter the interest rate, it's not going to matter no. near enough. Um, because what it does is it gives you momentum. Mm -hmm. Once you start seeing these debts disappear, <laughs> you get all excited about it and you get pumped and you just want to work harder and mm -hmm. you want to get it done faster. Um, and so that is just a little tip. So yeah. once you win your first debt, it's just going to uh, the snowball affect you into your second and third and fourth. Um, and then as those disappear, you get a lot more excited and it feels a lot better. 
So. Yeah, and it feels good with those small wins and like people are proud of you when these things happen. I mean, we had a car loan with my grandparents, which we were lucky they sold us their car and they the loan was just through them. It wasn't through a bank. So interest rate was like nothing. And the car loan was like $12,000, I think, um, which is obviously a lot smaller than our student loans. So we went after that one first and we had like a contract written up with them and signed and it was like 250 or $200 a month for the next five years. And we had signed that <laughs> and we were like, yeah, like that's what we'll do. And then soon enough, we're like sending them these like 500, the $3,500. Yeah. There was one check we sent them month. that was like 3,500. <laughs> that was one month. It was not every month. Sorry. We would do like anywhere from 400 to our biggest check to them was like 3,500 one mm -hmm. month. Um, and I don't know what their reaction was when they opened those. I wish I would have had a camera attached. But yeah, seriously. They were like, are you sure? Like, are you, yeah. are you sure you want it? It's okay. We were, yeah. Like, we're willing to wait. <laughs> but like, Nope, trust us. We want this out of here. Yep, see you later. Yeah. The other thing the other thing with that, though, is, is family is a little bit different when you're mm -hmm. borrowing it from them. Because even if it's not true, you do feel a little bit like if you're hanging out with them and then you talk about going out to eat every night and then you just feel like they're definitely like okay you're going out to eat every night but then you're only giving us whatever 200 bucks a month for yeah. the car so and that's not how my grandparents were or right. ever would be but that's a lot what of what dave talks about mm -hmm. with the connection with fam debts owed to family sometimes people think oh well that doesn't matter as much like but it actually mattered more to us because we yeah. as independent adults who were married didn't want to have that kind of, I don't know, dependence, I guess, still on people that we love in our life. Right. So, sorry, we're pretty passionate about Baby Step 2, obviously. <laughs> um, but let's move on to Baby Step 3. Sweet. Our current Baby Step, and we will be done with this Baby Step after this month. And so what... Baby step three is, is adding on to your baby step one, which is a $1,000 emergency fund. Mm -hmm. And this is three to six months of living. So you need to budget and see how much you um, spend each month to live. Now this is like, what can I sacrifice to survive each month? Yep. And then you take that number, times it by three to six months. Whatever you want. If you're more comfortable with six months, that's fine. We've done about basically three or four. Four. Yeah, we're pretty yeah. close to four. We we feel pretty confident and not mm -hmm. and we could probably sacrifice to drop that number down a little bit if yeah. anything were to happen. Yeah. Well, you think about if a real emergency happened, mm -hmm. like you wouldn't be luxury living and going to Cancun <laughs> right. and spending whatever at TJ Maxx like I may have done last night, but in the budget, of course. Right. And um, you wouldn't be doing any of that if you were in a true emergency and you both lost your jobs. And mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. would we actually need to pay for to live? That's kind of what you're basing that off of. Yep. That's what we chose to do. You could do it differently. But I really want to go back to Cole's first point, which he said, look at your budget. Mm -hmm. If you're not on a budget, you're making a huge mistake. You're and don't be like me, because when I said I was, quote unquote, on a budget, that means I'm totally a numbers geek. So I love Excel spreadsheets and numbers. 
but I created a budget and I had a budget that I could pull out and show someone and pretty much BS my way through for a lack of a better term. Sorry. But did that mean I was following it? No. Was I going in and putting in what we actually ended up spending? No. So technically you're not on a budget if that's you. You need to get on a budget, create it, and then follow through with it every single month. Non-negotiable. Yes. Yep. You're uh, basically screwed if you don't have a budget. So get on that because that is the most important thing. Um, that That is the one thing. I know Dave Ramsey did a study, and that's the one thing that all millionaires have in common is they're all on a budget. That's mm-hmm. the most common thing between all of them. So... Um, yeah. And so this, I mean, this, this will cover basically anything, uh, both lose your job. You have three to six months to do something about it, get something. Um, so your income, your car breaks down, you can't do anything about it. You know, you can buy a whatever, um, mm-hmm. in your emergency fund. And then if an emergency like that happens, then you take the money out of your emergency fund and then you just refund it back to the three to six months. Yeah. Halt whatever step you're on. Yep fill it back up and then move on. Yep. For example, when we were in New Zealand and I lost my buddy's drone, I, we had to take that out of our emergency fund. And then at the end of the month, we slowly refilled it to what we had. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's what it's there for. So again, yeah. you don't have to go through or you have, don't have to go in debt to get an emergency because that's just going to put some more stress on your life, trying to pay that off. Um, and again, you add this to your $1,000 emergency fund. So this goes on top of it. You no longer, that is just, that's not a separate thing. That yeah. is a part of your baby step three. So mm-hmm. from there, from your 1,000, you just continue to, to add to that, um, to how, I guess, however much you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. Take note of what it's called. It's an emergency fund. So be strict with yourself. Don't pull it out of there because you want... This is a prime example. So, for example, we really need a new couch, you guys. <laughs> we have we were living with the couch that I've used all through college, which was just not... It was nasty. It was not okay was anymore. And so we're like, we're not even going to bring that to the new place. But now we have no couch. <laughs> we have six people coming to stay with us this weekend. And we're like, you know what? We are not dipping into our emergency fund to get a couch. That's... I mean, that's not an emergency. And instead, we're going to wait. And even though we could technically afford that right now with our savings, November 1st, sure, we'll get it then because we're going to put it in the budget. Yeah. So if I was, if I didn't have my beautiful wife here, I would have (laughs) tapped into that emergency fund before. I make a lot of excuses on what is is an emergency and what isn't an emergency. So... Mm -hmm. Like a new TV would be an emergency and a couch would be an emergency. And He's lucky he's got me. That's right. A lot of things would be an emergency. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Um, Basically, it's a habit. So if you're going to start taking mm-hmm. small things from that, you're going to keep doing it. And so unless you just cut it and say, this is an emergency, this is not. Yes. You're going to want to yep. be disciplined in that because your your mind and everything will get more lax as you go. Right. So an emergency fund is for an emergency. Yes. Now that is step three and that we are just going to finish that up. So we have not hit step four, five, six, and seven yet. Yep. And we will be talking to 
Travis after this step to figure out how to invest 15% of because I just have to I have to do my own Roth IRA I don't really have a business thing to put into that yeah step four is invest 15% of your household income into retirement funds um yep. and we won't go into which ones we recommend yet because we have no <laughs> idea what we're talking we about no there <laughs> step, step five. five is save for your children's college fund don't really have to do that um not necessary um, yet. Not necessary until you actually have a child. 18 years is plenty of time to save yes. for a kid's college. Yep. So. yep. Then step six is pay off your home. So just like step two, get out of debt. Um, you can either pay your mortgage monthly, 15-year, um, or you can pay extra and mm -hmm. get that um, paid off as fast as you can. Either way is fine. Yep. Um, and then seven is build wealth and give. The fun step. The fun step. <laughs> so. And obviously these aren't all quick, you know. Right, right. Some These are going to take some time. It's been a year and a half, two years, and we're almost on step four. So mm -hmm. somewhere around there. Year and a half. Yeah. Anyway, um, that is that. And once we hit step four, five, six, and seven, we'll do another video talking more in detail about those mm -hmm. and what we've done. Um, but the book for Dave Ramsey is Total Money Makeover. If you want to check that out, please do. Um, I've had people read it in a day and they're just motivated. It's awesome. Good stuff. His podcast, Dave Ramsey show, check that out as well. Um, if this, if you have any questions, we've had a couple people ask us questions. We've also had people just tell us we're flat out wrong. Um, we love that too, because then it starts a conversation with us. Um, and we'd love to hear your opinions on <laughs> what works for you and what doesn't. So, uh, if this added value to your life, please leave a like comment, um subscribe whatever it helps us get known to other people and again feel free to reach out with anything any questions you have we'd love to talk it over um and so thanks again this week for hanging out with us yeah we will, thanks guys yep, so we'll see you next week have a great week bye